Are you ready? Hey, everybody. Hey, folks. Hello, everybody. People in the back. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the inner loop. Without further ado. Without further ado. Okay, so without further ado, we're going to get started. We should get started. We're yeah. Rolling. I'm rolling. We're, we're gonna get started. Welcome to the Inner Loop Radio. I'm Rachel Kuntz. And I'm Courtney Sexton. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and check out our website at theinnerlooplint.org. For any new listeners out there here on the Inner Loop Radio, we delve into all things creative writing, whether that be inspiration or craft, publishing or editing, how to make a living, or just how we all sit down each day in front of an empty page. Sometimes we play clips of local writers reading their work at our monthly reading series. Other times we invite those writers and other members of the community, the literary community, to join our discussion. Not just any community. Not just any <laughs> community. Speaking of community. I know, right? On today's show, we want to talk about friends. How many of us have them? No, we don't know that one. What? Okay, first of all, I'm going to educate you all after this show. But seriously, we want to talk about the value of a literary community. And to do that, we had to invite our best writer friend to join us on the show, Dan Knowlton, fiction writer, Interloop board member, and all-around great guy. Welcome, Dan. Oh, hi. Oh, hey. Oh, hi. Hey, Dan. <laughs> hey. What's going um, on? So, what do you guys think? About what? France. France. Still, okay, tell me now. What is that song? Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> All right, I'm seriously going to play the song for you guys after the show. Is it like a show? Is it a show jingle or something? No, no, it's like a hip hop song. Of course you guys don't know. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. I'm pretty white. I'm sorry. It just did not sound hip hop at all. No, not when you sang it. Houdini. Don't know, but I believe you. This is a really good start to this episode. One great benefit of a literary community <laughs> is musical education. Is it, uh, can all be weird together. <laughs> we're like, hey, we're like solitary writer people. Let's all get together and see what happens. That's a great idea. <laughs> and lo and behold, everybody gets is. loopy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. People talk a lot about writers being introverted, but I don't particularly think I am. I'm I'm pretty introverted, but around other writers and good friends, I don't yeah. feel that way. I mean, like, I like my space People and my alone People misunderstand what introvert means, first of all. All introvert means is that you recharge by yourself. Yeah. So I think yeah. you probably, you do definitely recharge when you're by yourself. It doesn't mean you can't be outgoing. It just means that it's expends energy when you're outgoing and that you regain energy when you're by yourself whereas extroverts are the opposite oh they regain energy by being around people yeah Mm -hmm. and they're zapped when they're alone yeah all right isn't that hard to fathom (laughs) (laughs) i mean i know people like that so i get it (laughs) i'm thinking of one of our other writer friends kate is the extrovert of all extroverts Yeah. Mm. yeah 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 she just left our our dc community oh yeah the other coast 
Say it. But anyway, we really are the best of friends, so we could sit here and babble for like it's true. an hour. <laughs> so let's stay focused. Um, what are some intangible benefits of a literary community? I can only really think of tangible ones. What do you mean intangible? I mean like like happiness. Like yeah, happiness. Oh, well, that's, that's tangible. Super. Can you touch happiness? <laughs> I touch it with my heart. <laughs> yeah, I'm reach sh- out and touch faith. Hey. I'm not sure that means what you think it means. <laughs> okay, well, um it's fine. We're all friends here. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Friendship? Friendship, for sure. I mean, Dan, I consider you one of my closest friends. You don't have to reciprocate that, but like... We met at a writing event. Yeah. Like, I never would have thought six years ago that I'd be sitting here with you talking about like burping and whiskey. Mm -hmm. Mm. Great topic. You know what? It Actually, on on this topic, Mm -hmm. speaking of topics, and what you were saying about... Dating cats. Writers not really being introverts. <laughs> um, the thing that surprised me most about like attending a literary event is how much writers really want to talk to each yeah. other. Because yeah. we're all so lonely. Like we always talk about about it being a lonely endeavor, but like I literally spent all day today all by myself in my house. So when you guys came over, I'm like straight giddy and like um, yeah, and it's just magnified from the past year, right? We've yeah. it's we've been. Well, I you think know, writers are usually on their own and it's like been on steroids. I think mm-hmm. there's an important distinction to be made between solitary and lonely, right? When I talk about the craft, sure. it feels when you're in it often solitary, but I don't necessarily think it feels lonely because I'm like engaged in the act. So I don't have mm-hmm. time to think about being lonesome or. But then you still feel the effects when you come out of it. Yeah. At least I do. Like, even if I'm having an awesome writing day and I'm feeling good. Like, then when I come out, I'm like, like, who do I share this with? When's my partner coming home? Yeah. I want to chat. I want to talk. I want to talk about everything I did and all the, like, revelations I had. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, definitely, definitely, you know, friendship and. um... Well, let's, like, brass text. Like, how has having a literary community affected you personally? I mean, I write a lot more. Yeah. I, I have stayed engaged in the craft because of the people around me. Either because I feel like they're inspiring Mm -hmm. or, you know, when you're around other people doing something, you tend to engage in the same activities, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, all these people who I'm talking to are talking about writing. And so I to contribute to that conversation, I I need to be writing. Yeah, I had a similar thing. I didn't write. I was having a horrible writer's block for like eight years or something. But Mm. having the inner loop Mm -hmm. and seeing writers once a month, every month, Mm -hmm. it just sort of kept it in the background even if I wasn't actually writing it was Mm -hmm. always there in my mind so that I still saw the world from that writerly perspective even if I wasn't getting words on the page I will forever be grateful for that because similarly like I think the first few years especially of the inner loop you and I both were engaged in a lot of other not I mean we not that we weren't writing during the day but it wasn't our primary focus and so mm-hmm. coming together for events and meeting people and hearing those yeah. stories really um I don't know just made it feel like that was still a, an important part of my life yeah mm-hmm. so and anyway. I think a lot of writers have that kind of imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and I think that's a lot worse when you're on your own and you don't have yeah. a good community <clears throat> mm-hmm. um 
you just you have no idea how other people are receiving your work or you know how it is your stuff good is it not good like mm-hmm. are, are is what you're putting down on the page doesn't even make any sense i feel like my position on that fluctuates wildly from <laughs> minute to minute <laughs> yep yeah pretty much i'm like this is awesome this is horrible this is crap why am i even doing it but on the flip side of that too it so on one hand it's like yeah there's that there's people to share things with and get feedback from but there's also that uh, healthy competition right? sure yeah because totally. it like digs into that part of you that's like mm, i yeah. could do that like Rachel finished her book <laughs> exactly Ugh. Ugh, fucking Rachel <laughs> always finishing her book God, let's use this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I think I mean like in a completely like I don't say that in like a in a malicious way but like it's a it's a good kind of competition yeah. right totally. it keeps you stirred and, and right. into it yeah motivated yeah that's the word yeah motivation station so did you guys have any i don't know what that is okay it's like tit for tat you didn't know what mine was i don't know what that is no that was all up here that was like conjunction junction what's your function because it was made up (laughs) conjunction junction wasn't made up dude where'd you learn grammar Sick one, Brad. Um, All right. So, did you guys ever have like an unexpected moment? Like, what's the most unexpected thing that's ever happened to you at either a literary community or like with a writer friend or anything? I uh, I guess when I was in the MFA program and we were um, doing a reading series, I didn't ever expect that I would host a reading series. Mm. That's like kind of out of my normal comfort zone like getting up in front of a stage um in front of people and Hmm. hosting an event like was you know not something i felt like i would do but um yeah at maryland they just did you transform quickly or did you just stay slightly uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no it was it ended up being a lot of fun i was really glad that i did it um and it it's it's probably only something I would have done for writing. You know, it's, I'm yeah. not sure yeah. if I would have wanted to host because you cared enough about it. Yeah, exactly. I was mm. like, I care about this community. Um, this reading series needs a host. I think I could actually do a good job. And yeah, mm-hmm. and it was great. Yeah, I feel totally transformed when I'm hosting an event. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a whole different person. It yeah, brings you me back to my theater days. Put on your... <laughs> but even when we're not on stage, like, I'm yeah. the hostess. Yeah. So I'm, like, running around. Are you comfortable? Are you happy? Right. Like, yeah. let me charm you. Let me charm you. But watch me go to an event that I'm not hosting. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you at events. Mm, you I'm... engage. Mm. You do. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean... I can... Yes. engage but i'm not like fluttering around like no, a little social butterfly i'm sort fair. of like somebody come talk to me <laughs> yeah, I think what it, are you typing up over there you're typing notes my screen went away not so secretly that's not a big not secret a, no, no we're all secret. awkward here all right let's pause this conversation Take a break. This We're is when come Rachel back. times us. That's right. That's what that transition was, everyone. <laughs> Just 
cue into those cues. A little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> you know, throwing it out there. I like it. <laughs> Next, we're going to talk about some of those more tangible benefits. Things you could touch. Stay tuned. I, I'm still confused about that. <laughs> Gather. Gather. Gather, please. Gather in. Gather around, gather around for the second half. And we're going to get started. We're going to get started. We'll get started. We're officially getting started. Not teasing you this time. back to the Interloop Radio. Courtney and I have been discussing the benefits of a literary community and writerly friends oh, with I'm our writerly friend. <laughs> oh my god, can you let me get my awesome transition out? Or what? I'm sorry. Go again. <laughs> Go again. Try again. Courtney and I have been discussing the benefits of a literary community and writerly friends with our writerly friend. It's me. <laughs> and now we'd like to discuss the more tangible events of those connections. Such as being able to send your effing manuscript to your effing friend and being like, tell me everything. Is it horrible? Yeah. It's true. Really helpful. I did that just the other day. You you want them to just be like, tell me I'm amazing. Well, no, because you know what? You have to just (laughs) tell them up front. Do you want me to tell you you you're amazing? Or do you want like... Real it's kind of nice yeah. to have a few like if you've ever for whatever you're looking for right yeah like mm-hmm. like in anytime you're in a workshop you can kind of uh, after a few yeah. rounds you can figure out like okay that's my biggest fan right yeah. and, <laughs> and i psych to hear what they're gonna say it's not gonna let them speak first it's not gonna not gonna make my stuff <laughs> right, better right. but it's gonna make me feel good yeah yeah and, totally. and then you get like a few people who are, they just hate your stuff. They just hate you no matter what. And, um, that's they just not never have a either. good thing to say. But it, the, yeah, it happens. The, the people with like yeah, good critical advice. Yeah. Like, they get what you're trying to do and they want to make it better. Oh that's, my gosh. Those I mean, people are priceless. Yeah. yeah. It's, it can be really hard to find. It I mean, be. I feel like I found that in both of you. I just sent the other day, I sent Rachel an essay. Well, and like, you know who I didn't find it in? Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, oh, I messed up back from this one. Um, Writer fight. That's a real thing. Like literary death match is like a oh, real thing. Oh, I could never death match Dan. Not oh. actually kill well, them. I just, just committed. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I've overcommitted. What's going it's on like, here? It's like, Rachel that was like my karma. Actually, it just was something that I did to another writer coming back to me. Can we fill the <laughs> listeners in here? They don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, right, right. Well, I finished my book and I sent it to Dan, who agreed to read it, and then he never did. Well, <laughs> yeah. <him. laughs> I was doing that novel writing class. And you trying were to read doing that novel He's writing. trying to finish his book. And he's trying to finish time. his book. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's a challenge, I right? I do want to read it. But when you're like... That was unconvincing. <laughs> no, I'll I really do. i read it when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. I definitely will read it. <laughs> no, but I think that, is, that can be a challenge to watch out for, right? When, when you have this community, you think like, you know, you've forget that the other people in it are going through the same thing you're going through because you're like oh what can i what can i get from them not in like mm. a vapid way but just you're like i have these resources i'm going to use them and i think we need to also be mindful that like oh everyone else is struggling but with that's that stuff the, too yeah and but i also think 
you know, this was a good learning experience for both of us because when I, I definitely overcommitted the first time somebody asked me right. to read their yeah, manuscript. Yeah, I remember that because mm-hmm. you were like pregnant. I had a, a, a newborn baby. <laughs> I was trying to read about somebody's manuscript. Yeah. It was fucking impossible. Excuse my French, but like I had no idea what I was getting myself into with having a baby. So to be fair, um, no, but I think it's, um, it's really great. Cause I did ask a couple of other yeah. readers, um, to read my manuscript and they're very much like, what's your timeline? How long is it? What exactly do you right. mean? So that they could say, ask themselves like, can I, I actually do this justice? What can I? Yeah. Yeah. Do I have time for this? I'll do regarding that next all my time, other projects you know? and stuff. Yeah. So we're why still don't you friends. log that right. away? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nice. Of course we're still friends. <laughs> friends. Kristen of the Lizard Diary. You're done. <laughs> I'm done. That was weird. That was a weird um, thing. I but just is there did. ever a time when you like? Is there an inappropriate ass that you shouldn't be asking your friends? Your what? Uh, <laughs> like line editing, maybe? It depends. I mean, like, is that part of their profession? Like, are you going to pay them? Right. That's what I mean. You know, like. I mean, for free. Like, yeah, at what no. point are you like, mm. no. I think it gets it gets hard when you're like, you know, you have really close friends in the writing community and then you have people you're kind of friends and then like people you just sort of know and yeah. you can quickly get into you know some real mud i've met this person one time and i'm gonna send them my whole book like that's <laughs> no that's not don't do that also for don't something like line editing like that very much is a like there's an hourly rate to that yeah you gotta pay somebody you know, for that right like, yeah. yeah you can you but, can get a developmental editor who will yeah you know go through your stuff and yeah um yeah i think it all just depends right it depends on the the person their expertise like what they're yeah are you fishing for a line editor rachel no (laughs) i was just curious i know a few but you are you also i do yeah see this is a helpful uh tangible benefit right here yeah there you go making connections (laughs) networking legit though yeah getting getting you know recommendations of people and and also you know at the inner loop people are always like oh you should know these people exactly um and making those connections those kind of connections are invaluable i feel well and we talk about that a lot too and dan i think this was probably similar in your experience of of the mfa right like i personally did that because i was like i want to dedicate x amount of time to writing and seeing if i can be good at it Mm -hmm. right and i certainly learned a lot about the craft and how to create but a lot of it was about how to navigate people and writers and the writing world and the business mm-hmm. side of that. And when you have people around you who've been in that for a while who can kind of guide you and help you along, that makes a big difference. Yeah. So whether you're getting that at the MFA or you're getting that in a in an in an intentional community like the inner loop, mm-hmm. those things are really, really helpful. Yeah, I'm so glad that I have the inner loop because I didn't take advantage of any of the things I could have taken really? advantage of at the MFA. <laughs> well, I, I think you're like, pretty good at it. I was like, uh, you've kept in touch with a lot of people, write, um, <laughs> yeah. which is not a bad thing. I mean, honestly. I think it was exactly what I needed at the yeah. time. But it's just so funny because you can go into the MFA with so many different intentions. Yeah, yeah. and you can yeah. you really only get out of it what you are trying to get out of it. Um, you know, so I didn't take advantage of a lot of programs that I could have. So, well, yeah. word to the wise. But here we are doing it now. Yeah. Look at all the programming we've created because we knew of it. Um, 
So, but other than just recommendations of like people you should know is recommendations of literary magazines you should be published totally. in. Totally. Because yeah. every time you go to those stupid pages where they're like, you should read our magazine because nobody else does. <laughs> to find out if you should publish. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah. When they're like, see uh, if your style fits yeah, our style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. My favorite is when they ask like, you know, we want your, your bloodiest like yeah. throat like they're <laughs> bleed on, on the page, page. <laughs> like yes, totally that was unplanned that everyone well. by the way <laughs> just totally spontaneous yeah <laughs> yes i think you hit on something dan that we obviously yeah related to yeah, i feel that though yes yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. What if what if someone was like, I want you to poop on the page? <laughs> Just give me your shit on the page. <laughs> give me your worst shit on this page. And I let would, me see how good it is. I would definitely submit to that. Oh that sounds good. <laughs> Maybe we should start a journal with that as the tagline. Like give us shit your shit. <laughs> we want you to take a big old dump on the page. <laughs> I bet we would still get really good stuff. That's the thing. Like a shit can be very satisfying. Uh, <laughs> so really good. I digress. I hope everything's recording because if we lose this, it's gonna be the saddest thing. Oh. oh my god! I feel like this conversation has gone off the rails. It's gone off the rails. It's gone off the crazy train. It's but fine. We are. It's fine. It's fine. We all just went through a pandemic. I'm just gonna put that out there. Yeah. Because I feel like it's not being acknowledged enough. Mm. And this is the first time I've been in a room with both of you in person. Oh my god! Is it really? No wonder we're so. It's loopy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you both individually, individually. but not in. Wow. Not, yeah. Sad. Yeah. And happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a writer, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So what are we trying to tell people um, here? But look how great like a friends you can gain by, by going to a literary event. That's what it is. Um, yeah, like us. It's true. No, but I was trying to say that you know. Um, Nobody could be expected to read that many literary magazines. <laughs> well, it's the same yeah. in academia. Because it's always like, did you read this journal? Did you read that article? And I'm like, I, I know. It's insane. It's insane what's expected of you as a writer. You're supposed to be reading right. every book that comes out, knowing all the contemporaries, knowing yes. everybody who's ever published in your genre, um, reading all these literary magazines. Well, and so many because people are BSing all the time. They're like, of course oh, they are. do you know so-and-so? And I'm like, no, I don't. And do they you? Just, no, they just saw the title. Right. They didn't read it. Okay, but anyway, enough hating on other writers. No, just like people in general, like it's such like a FOMO thing. I know it is. I'm it's... like, no, I don't. I used to do it a lot. Yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah. And now I'm like, no, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's the that's the benefit of having a literary community it's though, true. is that people can recommend books to you. They can recommend, they know your style. They know what you write and they can recommend literary magazines to yes. you because and, like, of the, the ones they're actually reading. And that can like narrow down the sort of infinite Right. of infinitude. shit you can read and the, the interlude's great for that because in, <laughs> sure that's a word it is infinitude or infinitude yeah. infinitude anyway we're all anyway Dan sorry yeah, interlude <laughs> we're, we're a good mix of um, writers who have been doing this for years and are well established and people who are 
you know, reading their first, the first time they're reading something mm-hmm. out loud. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, the readings are always really nice. No one's out to, to try and one up each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's not a cut session up in here. There's yeah. no knives. <laughs> so like, if you've never submitted something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. You Go can ahead. get good advice from people who have like, I've, I, you know, like I've published something here and, and it's mm-hmm. like yeah. your story. You yeah. should try to send it here. Exactly. You know? Well, and they can also tell you what the experience, not only of publishing there, but the, what that process of publishing is, right? Like, yeah. how is it to work with such and such edit, so-and-so editor or sure. do X, Y, Z? Because that's a different process everywhere, too. Right. Or just the, like, I sent this story out to 50 to, places yeah. before I got it in. Totally. So mm-hmm. don't feel bad. <laughs> Personalized rejections are my favorite. Yeah. yeah. I, I sent it to 50 literary magazines that I've read. Yeah. 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 No. Well, no, and I think too, like to go back to that point, like having a community. Sorry. (laughs) No, but having a community around you, I think, gives you some confidence too. To that, because I feel like I was like being like obnoxious a minute ago slash this whole time, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. like it gives you the confidence to to say actually no, I don't know. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me some advice? Totally. You know, right. or like, I'm not going to, I'm going to stand here and tell you, I know, you know, what I'm good at at this point and what I can give and help you with. Um, I'm still always looking for the same. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, this has been an amazing discussion. Just the best. It's some tangents, but we got some stuff out there. There's nuggets. Some gold. They're gold. There's nuggets. Yeah. Oh, yeah nuggets of poop. Oh, <laughs> we played a game yeah right yeah yeah game time yeah yeah, we're gonna talk about famous writing communities from times of (laughs) (laughs) you somebody didn't read the scripts before the show (laughs) hold on hold on what are you talking about rachel i was just processing my thoughts Uh we're gonna talk about famous writing communities from times of yore in quizzical communes (laughs) rachel's puns are terrible that's an alliteration. Mm, QC. Yeah, but it's cut, cut. Cut, cut, cut. All right. Welcome back to the Interloop Radio. Writing communities date back to ancient Greece, when Socrates gathered a group of intellectuals together to bounce his highfalutin ideas off of and to drink a lot of wine. Sound familiar? Mm. We she all know. love Socrates. I do. I know. And wine. And wine. <laughs> <laughs> also that. We all know about the famous modernist writers and artists that gathered in Gertrude Stein's flat in Paris in the 1920s. But I need mine in DC right now. Hey! hey. <laughs> but in what other enclaves have writers of your gathered? Your what? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
Are you guys ready for some quizzing? Oh, quizzing yeah. communes. I mean, I love me a commune, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew you did. I knew you would. Uh, but before we move on from Gertrude Stein, can you uh, name? Probably not. Doubtful. No? What? I don't know. Can we name what? Can you name two writers or artists that frequented Gertrude Stein's apartment that did not appear in Midnight in Paris, the movie? Oh, jeez. That did not appear? Definitely no. 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 What? Come on. Can you name any that were in the movie? Come on. Uh, Gertrude Stein? Ernest? 1920s? Yeah. Ernest I mean, Hemingway. I know who she was. I know where that was. But you was. know the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I Ernest mean, there Hemingway? were so many expats moving in and out of there. Like, who the fuck knows? How can you keep track of that? Can How you... would we know who Name was there? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> it was kind of a long time ago. Alice B. Tuckless. <laughs> F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. His wife, Lady, Lady Fitzgerald. What was her name? Uh, Ernest Hemingway, Picasso, James Joyce, Ezra Pound, Cezanne, Gauguin, Matisse. <laughs> Those are all French people and Spanish. Picasso? Spanish. <laughs> James Joyce? Irish. Irish. French. Yeah. French. So why don't you, <laughs> you pedal that statement back, Missy? Why am I blanking on Fitzgerald? Why the, did you watch? That was a really good show, too, with what's her name? <laughs> I can't think of uh, Fitzgerald's wife's name. Like, it's, it's like tripping me out. Huh? I have to look it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watched that show. It was a good show. <laughs> it was a good show. She was a writer. This is great audio. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best show we've ever done. Okay. Zelda. I'm gonna, Zelda. How could we forget Fitzgerald. Zelda? Right, right, okay, right, 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 moving right, 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 on. Okay. I'm going to give you a multiple choice since you guys had a rough start. <laughs> oh, was that part of the quiz? <laughs> Shit. Okay. We didn't do good. Um, What is the name of the group of women that formed within the Radcliffe Radcliffe Institute for Independent Independent Study in Cambridge, (laughs) Massachusetts in the 1960s that include poets Maxine Cumin and Anne Sexton? Not related, but she my girl. Okay. And the writer (laughs) Tilly Olson, the painter Barbara Swan, and the sculptor Mariana Pineda. A, the Schlesinger sisters. Schlesinger? Yeah. Yeah. That's just correcting your pronunciation. I feel like I said it pretty good. <laughs> That's fine. B, Radcliffe Radicals. Oh, I like that. Nope. It should just be the Radicals, though. Like, they don't need the... Anyway. C, the Pioneers. Mm. D, the Equivalents. Ooh. I mean, I want it to be D, but I don't know. You guys want to phone a friend? Is this a competition or, or are we helping each other? You can help each other. This is a group effort. It's a cooperative effort. I yeah. can, I'm kind of feeling A. What was A? Uh, that one that was hard to pronounce. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't think that. No, I don't think that. But, <laughs> but it could be. I just kind of liked it, I guess. All right. um, I feel like Radicals is too, like, tweeny of a name. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yep. For, um, for Anne. Are we going D? I mean, I'm not going to make you commit to something you don't feel strongly about. You, you guys don't have to unanimously agree. Okay, I'm going to go D. So Dan says A, Schlesinger sisters. Oh, yeah. And Cordy says D, the equivalence. Yeah. It is D, the equivalence. In a joking reference to the requirements for institute applicants, that they possess either a PhD or the equivalent, equivalent. 
of mm-hmm. artistic accomplishments. Nice. The friends like call that. themselves the mm-hmm. equivalents. I hang out with too many academics. I know it's because people. you're a PhD like, student. Yeah, I was like, you oh, get yeah. I get it. <laughs> you get it. That's good. Okay. Uh, next. Um, PhD candidate, Rachel. Oh, my bad. It's just <laughs> my bad. <laughs> get it right or pay the price. Words matter. <laughs> yeah. uh, what famous writer was part of the informal group of writers, artists, and intellectuals? called the Bloomsbury Group in London in the early 20th century. Ooh, Bloomsday. You, wasn't it? Joy? Bloomsbury Group. Oh, Bloomsburg. Bloomberg? No. <laughs> Bloomberg? London? London. Early, ni- early 20th century. Early, so was, early 1900s. Yeah. Guess yeah. the options. This was, This is a fill in the blank. Oh, oh. I don't know. That's what <laughs> I just said. Joyce? Does that, does that not? Oh, that was a good guess. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Woolf. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 This loose collective of friends and relatives lived, worked, or studied together, according to Ian Owsby. Although its members denied being a group in any formal sense, they were yeah, united yeah. by an abiding belief in the importance of the arts. Apparently, there were a lot of love triangles. I've heard that. That'll They're happen. All having sex Ooh. with each other. That'll happen. More benefits of having a writerly hey, community. One of those yeah, tangible. Those are tangible. Hey, tangible. you can reach out and <laughs> Back to multiple choice, what you guys can handle. Um, Which of the following writers did not gather at the apartment of the poet June Jordan in New York in the 1970s to talk about the obstacles black women writers often faced when they attempted to publish their work? Okay. This is who did not. Who did not. not. Okay. So which writer was not a part of this group? Okay. A, Audre Lorde. B, Toni Morrison. C, Alice Walker. Or D, Maya Angelou. I feel the like hard one. would that have been a little too early for Tony? Tony, Tony, Tony. Mm, that's, I mean, this is a good guess. This is tough. Mm-hmm. This is a hard one. Or my... Uh, it's guess, it's just a podcast quiz. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Guess. I'll go with Tony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys are guessing B, Tony Morrison? Yeah. yeah. Do we do it? False. Yeah. It was D, my Angelou. It was. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. These ladies so called themselves the Sisterhood and through their work helped create a period of dramatically increased visibility for African American women writers. Yep. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a uh, little known. Not not covered in our history. Yeah, Shocker. because I wonder Shocker. why. Shocker. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. That one's gonna be way too hard for you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't be friends with you anymore. Uh, okay. Well, it's another fill in the blank. Do you want to you want to throw your hat into this fill in the blank? Fine. Okay. Name two famous writers that passed through the old manse in Concord, Massachusetts, during the transcendental period. Oh, Whitman. Emerson, Thoreau. I don't think Emer- uh, Whitman, but yes, Emerson and Thoreau. All right. There's my Do you want to throw any more in? No, those are good ones. Those mm-hmm. are good ones. Yeah. The Hawthorns. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Herman Melville. Oh, I always oh. forget about him. <laughs> oh, that guy. <laughs> um, and Margaret Fuller, who was uh, considered the first Maggie. major. Maggie. Yeah. 
Shit, that's not feminist. Her. Yeah, yeah, that's mask. not her nickname. Uh, but actually, Ralph Waldo Emerson owned it, rented it out to the Hawthorns, who were like a young writerly couple, oh, and like yeah. scratched all over the walls yeah, and shit. Yeah, you know, it's funny to and me. And then Thoreau pl- planted the garden for the. Right. For oh. That like whole little things. like New yeah. England sect is always very interesting to me because it's like you guys are so puritanical in so many ways, right. and like they have the <laughs> roots months. of that. But they were still like, we're gonna be cool. <laughs> we're gonna be quietly cool up here. We're so cool. Yeah, we're buddies. I love it. Pals. We're friends. All right. Um, final. Uh, also, Frederick Douglass probably. There was overlap between him and Whitman. No, him and Thoreau. Hmm. At at a couple of the meetings that Emerson was also at, there was like, anyway. Yeah. Last stop. Yeah. All right. Last one. Multiple choice. What is the name of the literary group in England whose notable members included J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Lewis? Oh, Mm -hmm. the like phantasmagorias. Oh, that's a good name. I should have put that in here. (laughs) (laughs) A. Wordsmiths. Oh. B. The Inklings. (laughs) We like that. C. Oxford Scribes. D. The Illusionists. I think it is actually Inklings. It is the Yeah, Inklings. I'm like, I've definitely Tell heard of that. that. Yeah, no, Thank that God was a I thing. I got one right. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. Jesus. The Inklings were an informal literary discussion group at the University of Oxford in the 1930s and 40s that praised the value of narrative and fiction and encouraged the writing of fantasy. Love it. Cool. Because you have Look at all of these and writing groups throughout time, these writing And those are only some of the ones we know of. Only I mean, some. who's ever going to remember the Interloop? Everyone. <laughs> After this episode, I know we have Obviously. we have a very strong digital archive. <laughs> we do. It's all on tape, MFers. <laughs> um, no, it's it's pretty remarkable, and there's a reason for that, right? Obviously, at least these these communities persist and insist on exist. Popping up, exist. That would be good. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming and hanging out with us, Dan. Hey. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for filling in for my ass, too. Like, you know, a couple episodes. Occasionally. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Never the twain shall meet. Oh, wait. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) That's our show. Yeah, some Mondays. Some Mondays. Did you know that the Interloop has lots of programming for writers in the D.C. area? So much. We do readings, retreats, workshops, a summer residency, and more. To read all about it, visit us at theinnerlooplit.org, where you can also donate to support us and local literature. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at theinnerlooplit. Today's episode was produced by me, Rachel Kuntz. Our theme music is by Andrew Logan, and our technical advisor is James Skinner. Thanks again to Daniel Knowlton for joining us on the show. If you enjoyed today's episodes, shout it from the rooftops. Or sing like Rachel. Um, <laughs> or better yet, leave us a review. Such as... The Air Loop. Subscribe for the power of friendship. Aww. <laughs> That was like a su- subscribe tag. It wasn't really a review, oh, though. Oh, wow. The criticism comes right in. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney Sexton, everyone. Your next critic. She's a good line editor. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, you yeah. know. The interloop. 
full of shit. <laughs> Give us your shit. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. So you never miss an episode. Happy writing. Right on, y'all.